This is good. So today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by Sweet Bliss Co. Mobile Coffee Cart. So your next event, quinceañera, wedding, uh, what else? Private events, real estate open houses. Que mas, que mas? Employee appreciations, warehouse appreciation. Uh, yeah, anything you can think of. Church events, nonprofit events, whatever you got, man. Hey, make your event memorable by having a mobile coffee cart. Trust me, nobody will ever forget your event. Remember so and so's event, man. Remember the coffee there? It was bomb. Welcome, welcome everyone to Offbeat Podcast. I'm your host, Jorge Ambriz, and I have my lovely wife. Hi, everybody. I'm back on here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're back on here, and um, we, um, we've been dropping some. We dropped the last episode, which was our anniversary, uh, one year anniversary. podcast, one-year anniversary episode, and we got to talk about a few... We, we didn't get to touch on all the episodes we actually wanted because it was just, we ended up uh, just going into the conversation, going into different subjects. So I was pretty cool. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was a cool episode. We got to just chop it up um, again. Like it wasn't anything like really planned. It wasn't really anything, you know, we just kind of hit record and let's go. And then uh, I know we dropped a recent episode with Las Patronas. Uh, Mexican restaurant. Uh, they're right here in the IE. And uh, so, yeah, today we're like, let's get it. Let's uh, record an episode. Yeah, let's do it. And um, so today, you know, we're going to we want to just kind of conversate again, just have a conversation. And and even like I think before we were uh, we we hopped on here and, you know, decided to do the episode. We kind of talked about a little bit like uh how it our experience uh you know how it's been um in ministry how it's been working with people how um, and i think you know sharing the good the bad you know the ugly you know what i mean and um but more than anything you know the good and just the different perspectives you know of working with people working with individuals and having that opportunity i know that We've uh, both been involved, you know, in ministry and helping people. Um, I know your heart's desire is helping people, is, you know, connecting with people. And, and so is mine. You know, it's always been my desire to connect with people, to help people out. You know, I think especially from the lifestyle that I came from, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I first got saved, like that was one of the things that really drew me you know, to to our church at that time, you know, was because I really saw that it was helping people. It was helping people that looked like me at that time, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't look like that anymore, but, no. you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Like, Janae, who, who helped you out? I was <laughs> who helped you out? Janet got to see me in that, that uh, not really cholo days, but but a little bit. But she got a she, she got a she got to see a glimpse <laughs> of it because remember we used to do the dramas yeah we used to do the I'm your, your, your bald head at times yeah like, yeah like, why would it yeah the I'm your puppet dramas man I remember remember those the yeah. the I'm your puppet drama we used to do this drama 
um, with our church. And um, it was, uh, we used to uh, uh, connect with, um, I think it was an Indio, Indio. Indio church, And yeah. so mm-hmm. they had the I'm Your Puppet drama in English. And so they needed, they wanted to do it in Spanish, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty cool. We got to take the Spanish drama to a lot of different cities and even countries. We got to take it to Mexico. Um, I know we took it to, you were the, the one in the Mexicali. Yeah, the Mexicali. Yeah, the one in Mexicali. That was that was a trip, man. That, that was, was a lot of people there. there. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, man. I think I was like maybe, I was already out of the UTC, I think, at that time. So I was already back. I think I was already the youth leader at that time at the church. And um, yeah, I remember <laughs> I was thousands of people in that. I think it was like a fairplex kind of style stadium mm-hmm. it wasn't a stadium stadium no, it was an outdoor stage, event yeah i don't remember but it was a big lot that's what it was yeah it was just like an empty space i think that they used to do events I think. yeah called. and they had a car show mm-hmm. and everything and and so because at that time still like the the cholo you know the cholo the essay yeah. culture yeah. it was still a, a a huge thing in uh yeah, in mexico, mexico. like yeah. in certain cities you know and mexicali was one of those like where yeah. you know they're they're trying to they're rocking the you know the cholo gear and everything and so i remember we did it there and so she got to see she got to see me all g'd up <laughs> 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 you know i was fresh you know i was barely like maybe a year no like two years saved i think at, by that time i think maybe or a little bit less probably but it, so yeah i was like you know i still had the the cholo swag you know what i mean and so i buzzed my hair i didn't shave it all the way because before i used to shave it nick it down but um <laughs> i got buzzed in and so she got to see it she yeah, was like i think that's, that's yeah that's a, those are those are really cool memories yeah yeah no they were they were and just being able to see how you reach out to people you know being able to see how the impact that you're able to have on people's lives and yeah. because again coming from the life that i had come from i knew the ins and the outs you know the good moments but then also all the bad moments of of living a lifestyle like that you know mm-hmm. so when i was helped at that time man i was my desire i was like man i want to help more more young people like me i want to help yeah. more um more at risk youth at that time you know what i mean i wanted to you know and so and from he- then to now you know i think we've both been able to see and 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 um how would you say like you know, work with a lot of people, right? Yeah. We've been able to see a lot of people come in, a lot of people go out, a lot of people, um, you know, we've been helped ourselves, you know what I mean? Like people have um, also been very gracious with us, you know, even our current community now, you know, a lot of people in there, we talked about a little bit in the other episode where, you know, we got to see the, the love, the embrace, the grace, you know, from other people. And so that was really cool. And so just seeing that effect, you know what I mean, throughout these years, um, let's talk about that. You know, let's talk about how, what, what it's been like, you know, and maybe let's talk about what are some of the good things that we've been able to see when it comes to um, trying to help people and working and building new relationships and things like that. What do you think some of the, what are some of the good things that come to your mind? Um, well, I enjoy like 
building, making new friendships. You know, I think that's something that I've had to learn to do growing up in the ministry. You know, um, I mean, I'm not going to say it was always easy and that I had always the best outcome because I didn't, you know, yeah, <laughs> I didn't, you know, sometimes I would want to, I would become friends. Um, and, um, but sometimes things didn't turn out the way it was, you know, it's, it's crazy, you know, it's, it's crazy how life is, but I think now as an adult, as now married, as a, you know, as your wife, as a mother now, I feel like it's so much different. Like I've seen, I see it differently now. Yeah. And, I, and I've experienced it differently as being a young person, single, doing ministry. And then yeah. as a wife and a, a mother, married, married, you know, and doing ministry and working with people. So I feel like as a as a wife what we've gone through as yeah. a marriage and learning as a mother i feel like being able to connect with people i feel like with other th that can relate to you right that yeah. are mothers as well that are wives as well you know i just feel like it's so much easier and and i love it i yeah. love to like you know easy easy um to spark a conversation easy, you know, like yeah. to say like, hey, oh, how many kids do you have? You right. know, oh, cool. I have two boys, too. Oh, you have a girl. Oh, me, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, just simple conversation to start off with, you know, and there it goes, you know. And and um, and I, I think in church, like, you know, where we came from, where I came from, like it was always something like kind of like instilled within me. You know, to go to the person and talk with them, right. um, go meet the new person, you know, and make them feel welcome, you right. know, um, go with the person, um, the new girl, you know, and just yeah. um, have a conversation with her, get her number. Right. You know, yeah. I, I grew up doing that, you know, and yeah. to be honest, now with the transition, I think that's the hard part. Yeah, it <laughs> you is. Know? Because sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm the new girl, you know, yeah. I'm the new girl where we're at, you know, and. I'm just like taking it slow and I'm but I'm learning and I'm observing and you know what I'm just letting God do what he needs to do but yeah. I think but going back to the connecting part and the good part of connecting with people I think that is like just knowing people hearing them out who they are yeah um listening to their story where they come from yeah. you know and just being that ear to what people people need that you know, yeah. and I think because I know when I needed it, like in my personal life, not so much because I just wanted a conversation, but because I feel like I needed someone there. You yeah. know, I needed to open up to someone and to know that someone has their ear to me, yeah. like or to say like, hey, like whenever you want, like I'm here for you. Shoot me a text. Call me, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm ever whenever you want to talk, like, let's do it, you know, yeah. and I always appreciated that when people would do that to me because to be honest, growing up, I didn't, I didn't, I, f I feel like I didn't get that a lot, right? you know, to be honest, being honest, like I didn't, the person who I would talk to was to my mom, was to my sister, like, yeah. but others, not really, you know, yeah. but I mean, it is what it is, you know, but I thank God for my mom. I yeah. thank God for uh, my dad, I thank God for my sister, you know, that yeah. in those times when I did needed them, they were there, right. you know, yeah. but, you know, it would have been nice to say like a friend or someone that yeah. is 
that you can open up to you know decide that it's not family because sometimes right. i think that's the thing sometimes we don't we shouldn't always have that's always something me like person especially with personal stuff like you know i think it's nice to know that you have someone else that's not family that mm-hmm. can hear you out hear your heart you right. know be able to vent out what needs to be vent out you know because you know growing up in church and um, just to let everybody know too like I am a PK so I think <laughs> you know it's hard it's hard to be able to express like really what you feel yeah. you know I or uh, yeah I think a lot of times <laughs> you guys are yeah a lot of times you guys are misunderstood you know or you, because you guys are oh you know they're you know they're the pastor's kids you know so they they probably have it all together and I think that's the misconception sometimes that we can get you know as people not just towards pastors' kids, or not just towards towards um, you know church kids, things like that, but just towards people in general. Sometimes is is we can just have that misconception that oh they probably have it all together, you know. And and I think that's why it's so important to connect with people because when you make that initial connection with someone, you know, you you you're basically like introducing yourself and you're inviting yourself into their a part of their life you know of course what permission they give you like it's really up to them you know like how much access they want to give you it's going to be completely up to them but just simply you know having that um that in you to say man you know what i'm going to go to that person i'm going to reach out to that person i'm going to try to spark a conversation with them because a lot of times that's all people are looking for you know, it's just, does somebody really care? Right. You know, yeah. a lot of times people go into churches, like, literally just looking for that. Like, man, this right. is the, this is my last resort. You know what, God, if you're real, if, if, if this is for reals, then you know what? This is, this is my last straw right here. This is, this is my last resort right here. Right. So, and, and you never know. And I, and it's so cool when you hear stories about when people like, man, I, I went to church, man. And, and this was the last straw, you know, I was, I was going to see what was going to happen and I was done, you know, but thank God somebody came and, you know, they talked to me and, and, or something happened within that service that just changed their course, you know? So, uh, relationships and building relationships, you know, I think it's so key. It's so crucial. And, bringing down that misconception of like, well, you know what, they look like they have it all together, you know, or, or, or maybe sometimes it's not that they have it all together, but sometimes we can be intimidated by people too, you know, we can be intimidated by the way they look, you know, or we could say, nah, like, you know what, like, you know, they could look like, oh, they, they're a little too hard or they're intimidating or no, they're going to blow me away. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, so a lot of times, like we can feel like, nah, I don't think I can approach them. You know, I think that's a big thing in, in building relationships, to be honest, is the, the first approach, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, if we're learning to be open with people, you know, if you're someone that's listening to this and, you want to be a person that's open with people. Yeah. Like, I think I had to learn that. I remember my husband, <laughs> he used to tell me like, hey, like, y- you know, like, I don't think you see what you're doing or I don't think you notice like your face expression sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, you know, he's like, yeah, like, you know, the way she, you know, there's been situations where he has he's had to confront me. And really tell me, like, that wasn't really right, you know? And now thinking about it, 
a lot of the times, like, we don't do it intentionally. And I think yeah. that, I remember he would tell me, I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to do it intentionally. But sometimes because of the way we grow up or because our, sometimes our guarded hearts yeah. or sometimes because our, our way our mindset is, like, we we come off like that to people. Yeah. Like, very unapproachable, you know, yeah. or we, um, and it sucks because Knowing that uh, me, I was the person that did that to made maybe feel this p- other people like a certain way, you know, it made me feel bad because I'm like, oh, uh, I know, like for me, when I approach people and I and I get that vibe from them, yeah, like I know I don't like it, yeah. So I remember you say I hate him telling me, <laughs> you know, I used to hate it. I used to and get I, all defensive yeah. because I'm like, no, that's not me, that's not me. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know what? I had to learn. And I used to hate having to do it too. Like I didn't mm-hmm. want to do it. I didn't want to make you because you know the last thing, uh, you know, in our relationship, like. You know, like, let's be honest, like, I'm, I'm sensitive, too. I'm a sensitive guy, you know, but women are more sensitive. They can be more sensitive. And <laughs> and so I would like I was rough sometimes. Yes. I can be rough sometimes. Yes. You know what I mean? Hello. And so I'm like, how do I approach her with this? You know, because, you know, it's something that I was like, I do want to bring awareness to because again when building relationships and connecting and that's the thing that sometimes a lot of people um misunderstand or just get it flat out wrong one of the things i hate about our culture sometimes is that whole just being real you know accept accept me for who i am like this is how i am you know what i mean like accept me for who i am like that's total total bs like in my opinion why because the thing is if there's something you can change, right. then let's change it. Right. Just be be real and just say, I don't want to change it instead. <laughs> don't say, this is how I am. Like, no. Like, or it's not so much that they don't want to change it, but it's, sometimes it's just hard to change it because ex- it's such yeah. a bad habit. It's exactly. A- but see, that's being real. Yeah. That's being real. Honest. Being real is being, being real to me is like, man, you know what? Dang, I, I do have this issue. I do have this problem. I, you know, I do struggle in this area in my relationships. I don't know why. And it's just hard for me to change. See that I would respect that more instead of someone just being, well, that's how I am. Just accept me, love me, accept me or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, man, like that's an excuse. That's a cop out. You know what I mean? Because for me, like it's, it's more, it's, uh, uh, you know, speaking like a man to man in a situation, like it's more, uh, I will respect you more as a man you know, if you're like, man, you know what? I, I, I got these issues. I have these traits, man. And I don't know why I struggle with it. I keep trying to change them, but it doesn't work out, you know, as opposed to someone that's just like, well, that's how I am. You know what I mean? And this, and it's like, nah, man, like you're not being real. Like you're just, you're just being a cop out. You know what I mean? Like, because being real is that, you know, being real is like, not that we're perfect, you know, not that we have it all together. And, you know, and that's the thing about, uh, when it comes to, you know, dealing with things like that, it's like, man, you know what? Like sometimes as church people, you know what I mean? Like we can have that approach, you know what I mean? Like where, well, if they're coming to church, like they should accept us for who they are. They should accept our church culture for what we are. And it's like, no, like we have to be able to give, especially first time guests, first time comers, we should be able to give them that experience of like, man, you know what? Like, hey, welcome, you know, that welcoming, um, that lovingness, you know what I mean? Like, not that 
we're going to try to give them something perfect because no church is perfect. No. You know, no individual is perfect. But be able to, like, give them that experience to say, man, you know what? Welcome. We're glad you're here. You know what I mean? And showing that, you know what I mean? And that's showing that also with our facial expressions, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think I learned that early on in my life because facial expressions, like, in my, in, in my life, you know, growing up where it was everything, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, he I, gets on me in my face expressions. Yeah, like, it was, <laughs> that's always been an yeah. argument between us. <laughs> it was everything. And you know what? It's crazy. And I'm not trying to sound all tough and everything, but growing up, you know, I grew up in the projects, you know, so... Your facial expressions meant a lot. So if you mad dog someone, <laughs> like you were about, you were going to get in a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't just, and then sure. if you were, you know, they're just smiling all cheesy and stuff, you know, <laughs> at the same time, like people were going to be like, what's up with you? You know what I mean? So <laughs> facial expressions like were huge, you know, in school, you know what I mean? Like you, so early on, I learned how to read people, you know, I'm not saying that I'm perfect at reading people, but I know how to read. Like I can tell when someone's, using too much flattery you know what i mean i could tell like bro you're trying to fatten me up you're buttering me up like <laughs> stop it with the flattery like i can't stand people that use a lot of flattery like it, it really because it's a sign of like what are they what are they trying to gain from me because that's how i grew up mm. you know it's like what are they trying to gain from me what are they trying to steal from me mm. you know what i mean what are they trying to take from me because i would literally have people just an example of why I don't like flattery. And, and it's probably something that no one can probably relate with. Probably a lot of people can relate with. But I remember we would get bikes, you know, every now and then, you know, we didn't get a lot of bikes during our childhood. But when we did get a bike, you know, I remember having I remember this situation so perfect. Somebody this kid came up and he's like, oh, let me see your bike. Oh, that's a that's a nice bike and i mean he buttered us up and he's like oh that's so dope like you know how to do this you know how to do that <laughs> and it's like yeah yeah and so they butter you up they're like yeah. flattery and everything and then all of a sudden boom the question came can i borrow it can i use it and it's like man like yeah, you know so deep inside you're like nah i don't want to i don't want to let them borrow it like i don't really know them but they flattered you up they buttered you up so you're like all right cool you know what i mean you like here feel, you go you don't want to feel bad you don't want to feel bad so you're like here and then boom <clears throat> they do you dirty you know what i mean like and that stuff would happen in the hood all the time you mm. know what i mean so you learn to read that you learn you you teach yourself like mm, you know what i mean like okay so you you start using those experiences like okay all right you know this is how i need to start reading people i need to start you know becoming more aware of their facial expressions i need to see how they how they approach me and so early on like i learned that but when i came to christ of course things were different you know like it wasn't the same you know what i mean like the the street smarts and all that it had its place but then at the same time like i had to um see things from a different perspective now but i still understood one thing that your approach was everything okay. you know your approach can open the door or close the door you know and i think that's the same in any area you know but in relationships especially when you're welcoming someone new you know for the first time and and they're I I believe that most people, probably 90% of people that walk into a church for the first time, it's usually because they have a need, you know, 
It's usually, I think the other 10% is because maybe they're looking for a new church. Maybe they're just coming to check things out. Maybe they, they, you know, they're, they, they're looking for something different in their life, their family. But I, I believe 90% of the time people are coming because they have a need, Mm -hmm. you know, there is a need, they're struggling, they're going through something. Mm -hmm. So our approach, you know, in that moment could be very crucial, you Mm -hmm. know? So that was just, I just wanted to kind of like put that out there. It's like, you know, why I'm so big on facial expression. It really (laughs) is, guys. It really is. And sometimes it's hard because it's like, sorry if my eyes are like this all the time. If you guys see me, it's because I don't have my glasses on and the lights are like... Should I just put my glasses on? I'll probably put my glasses on. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I just, I was like, because of the glare, but, you know. It's making my eyesight worse. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Yeah. but I really think, uh, I was, because I was, when you're talking, I was thinking even to like, so we were talking though about the approach, right? And um, the new people that we meet. Whether if it's out of, I think it, all of it has to even do, whether if it's in church or even out of church. Even out know? of church, yeah. It's the same thing, you know, yeah. to be honest. Um, it's all about your approach. But how, let's talk about how sometimes, how sometimes it can be hard to keep the friendship. Yeah. You know, yeah. or it's hard to like um, understand one another or why, why do you think is that? Like, I, I know I have probably yeah. my perspective of it and my opinion of it but yeah like let's talk about that let's go a little deeper into that yeah you know what do you think so like why is it so hard sometimes to you know so you so you're saying like the initial meetup right the initial no the continuance of just like right right yeah. like so you meet someone for the first time you know you build that whether it's in church and out of church right, right? Mm-hmm. and then continuing and keeping that relationship yeah you and, know, the reason, and the reason I ask, because I mean, you see in social media a lot, like, you know, like sometimes what they, what people post or repost, you know, in yeah. regards to relationships, you know, like if you're in um, the 30s, if you're in your, your late 20s, you know, um, how sometimes, uh, rela- you know, relationships is maybe it's hard. It's harder. It's harder hard, to build. Harder to build yeah. or harder to keep, you know? Yeah. Some people, they have great relationships, you know? Yeah. And it's like, wow, like, I, I get really impressed by it, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, that's awesome. Like, I, yeah. I wish I can find, like, I, you know, thank God I have found, like, really good friends that I can say, like, have been there for me, um, that hear me out, that yeah. don't judge me. You know, we're Christian and we, we, um, you know, they're, yeah. um, you know, sorry, I got stuck in my horse, <laughs> you know, and we're all Christian, you know, we all serve God, yeah. you know, and, but I can be, I feel like I can really be real with them, yeah. you know, and they can be real with but me. But that took, that took such a long time it took though. Yeah. a long time to find. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's where I know where your, your question is getting at is like, and I think that to answer that kind of to piggyback off what you're saying I think what's so hard is, is kind of what you said earlier is, is because you mentioned that the approach isn't just in church, but it should even be outside of church. And I think that's the thing is that a lot of times people are a certain way in church, but they're not that way out church. And what I mean by that is that like, I think that's what makes it so difficult is because we train ourselves, especially people that do ministry and I'm not saying it to knock anyone because I understand, you know, like there is a role in ministry. When you're in ministry, you're working with people. 
And working with people can become very tiresome. It can. It, it can become, it, it can be draining. Yeah. You know, it, it, it can become tiresome. It can take a toll on your personal life. Like, so I, I empathize a lot with people who do ministry. So this is in no way to knock people who do ministry. But the thing is that sometimes we can numb ourselves and we can train ourselves to, hey, this is how I approach people at church. But then once we leave church, we can turn that switch off, mm. you know, and I think that's the mistake you know, right there. And it's true because I think I think I've done it. Yeah. You know, I've done it. I've know, done it too. Yeah. You know, I think we've all done that. Yeah. You know, so it makes sense, you know, because it is like being um, being in ministry, being a leader like it, it has to. I grew up with people living in my home. You yeah. know, I grew up with, you know, my parents always um, going to church for just different activities or yeah. helping people meeting up with people right you know so i grew up with that and i know a lot of people in church that have leadership roles they've gone probably through the same thing maybe not exactly like as a pk if they're not a pk but if they've been in church for a very long time yeah. since like childhood they're a church yeah. kid type thing you know then they've they felt the same yeah they've experienced the same so i think once it gets to you know, like really having relationships, like it can get hard. Yeah. yeah like where's the, where's the, but where's the line? Like it, it, it becomes a blur sometimes. Yeah. But I think that's where kind of like going back, like what I was saying though, like the friends that I have now where I can really, I know I feel comfortable to, to be able to vent out something that I know maybe that, because I remember growing up, like, or even, like, in the beginning of our years of yeah. our marriage when we were, ha it was tough, like, yeah. to be honest, like, I didn't have friends. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, we, we didn't we have didn't. friends to we say, We didn't like, have anyone that I, we could, like, talk to. Yeah, like, to really go to and then tell, like, this is what I'm going through. This is how I'm feeling. This is what yeah. what's going on. Like, I, we didn't. I didn't, yeah. you know, and I know you didn't either. You know, it was so hard. But thank God that someone came that you know they geared us to somebody and that's where we're able to find the help and right. then people be, were able to come into our lives and that's when i saw the change yeah that's you when know, you the, saw the difference the difference i'm just like wow like you know someone that's not a part of my church right it's taking the time yeah you know and they're christian and they have their own yeah. leadership role in another church and and i'm just like wow like i, w I really appreciated it because it oh, yeah. you know and i really it was something good because, and I think that's where I'm kind of also going back where you're saying what's good of it, you know, about uh, right in the beginning, your right. first question. Yeah. That's what I think was the good part of it. Seeing something like that, yeah. experiencing that myself. And I always say this, I yeah. always bring it up. If I can bring it up, if I, that's why I feel like I am the way I am even now, even more like right. why I'm, tr I try to be more open, why I try to be more understanding, yeah. why I try not to have too much of a guard up, you know, yeah. and really like listen to people, yeah. you know, um, why like I, you know, I ask questions the way I ask questions, yeah. you know, because I want to help people. You know, yeah. I want to help people. I want to be there. And if I can build that relationship with yeah. them, a friendship, why not? Like, yeah. And I and I think that's what is so cool. And I think that's what the the differentiating factor. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's what the, I believe that is really the common denominator when it comes to, you know, um, finding 
effective relationships, you know, is when you begin to compare or you begin to relate in different ways. Yeah. I think that's what's what what a lot of times when doing ministry is we can miss out is that we can forget, you know, we've talked about it before where, you know, and I say this with all due respect, but a lot of people in the church, they are, um, they are unaware sometimes of what people go through, you know, they really are, you know, and a lot of church leaders, a lot of even pastors nowadays are very oblivious to what goes on in culture. You know, they are stuck in a lot of times in what went on years ago and they're not relevant to what's going on today. And I think that that's a huge thing. And the reason why is because it, it, it helps us to understand what people are currently going through. You know, it helps us to sympathize and to empathize with what they're going through now. You know, and the only way to do that is when we in, when we invite ourselves and they also invite us into our life. Because I think that was the biggest thing is that for years, even ourselves, like all we knew was ministry. You know, mm -hmm. all we knew was everything within the ministry. So our relationships were everything. Like when we would meet with people, it was always because of ministry. When we would hang out with people, it was always because, oh, let's fellowship to build the ministry. Let's, um, you know, we're going to have this. Like, you know, we're going to go have a marriage retreat you know what I mean? But it's all related to the ministry. Which, like, which is all and which is great. great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but hold on, because you're I know you're over here trying to like, you know what I mean? Like, don't 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 think I'm trying to like bash anything. Like I'm not, you know. But the point is this that is that sometimes we can feel that we're doing enough by just, you know what I mean, like rubbing the exterior, but in reality, we never really get to know people. You know what I mean? We never really get to know people for who they yeah. are and for what they truly are going through. Yeah. And I think that's that was the factor there in our life is that we never knew that and when we finally came across people that we that were willing for us to invite them into our mess, you know what I mean? Right. Like they were willing to like hear us out. They were willing and then when we looked up they were still there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that that's one of the things is that that's why a lot of times relationships don't last is because a lot of times we can put these expectations and that's not just in ministry in general. We can put all these different expectations of, well, this is how you should be. And then the moment that that relationship doesn't perform that way to, to us, for us, towards us, you know, we're so easy to just cut it off. Yeah. You know, we're just so quick. We're like the moment, you know, they don't perform to to what we want, the moment that they don't respond the way we want, the moment, you know, that something appears that, whoa, that was kind of out of the ordinary. As soon as that happens, like, it's like, you know, we can have a tendency. Culture has a tendency of just like, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to cut this off, you know? Yeah. And I think that's where, like, I feel like because of just, I think, those experiences and those feelings you know and i think that's why now like or even like just i think these last like year or two like when it comes down to relationships like with people i think i try i try harder to always mend it like i always try to like 
okay, if I did something wrong, like, okay, like, Jeanette, like, you need to, like, admit to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, did, I did wrong, you yeah. know? And, like, have conversations, you know, and yeah. really, like, just confront it in a way you it, know and i know for yeah. people and i know that it's hard like i know that it's hard confronting because you're yeah. afraid whether if by confronting it whether if it can make it it maybe make it it'll make it worse maybe yeah. it'll make it feel awkward maybe you just don't like that yeah. tension you know but i believe like when you do confront the issue yeah. like at least you either come out with some closure right or at least you might actually have like an understanding with each other at least there's no confusion between each other well whoever the person you're trying to talk to or trying to clear things with right you know at least there's that but i feel like keeping it under the rug i think that's always the worst thing we can do in relationships because you know what I think the other person, um, I think we all deserve some sort of like, I wouldn't say explanation, but some sort of like, if you really feel something towards somebody, I think you just, I think the other person does deserve to say, uh, hear that out. Yeah. You know, not, not you coming at them like, you know, um, and and I'm, the reason why I'm even talking to the camera because if you're going through something like this, yeah, why aren't you talking to me? Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm talking to you. I know you're hearing me out, but I'm looking towards the camera because, you know, if you're someone that's listening to this podcast, and you know what, you're, as you're as I'm talking, talk, as we're talking about this, and if you're thinking about things that, you know what, like I I can, I get that. I think I've done that before. I think I've experienced this before. Yeah. Or, why is it hard for me to confront? Why is it hard for me to talk to my friend about this? You yeah. know, like if that is you, like you're not alone for sure. Like a lot of people have experiences like I have, my husband has, mm-hmm. but I think we've learned to not stay quiet in a bad way where we're coming at people and telling, you know, like, no, but I think at the end of the day, like how I'm saying, like coming to people and be like, Hey, like let's chat. Like let's, can we talk about this yeah. or hey can i have a conversation with you i yeah. just want to be able to express <laughs> my point of view because we all have that's a thing too i think because we just have all a different mindset we all have different backgrounds we all have experienced different different things. experiences yeah. so our perspectives when things happen are different yeah 100 percent. So, so sorry <laughs> so when there's confusion involved that's why we should you know have this conversation yeah no i'm glad you brought that point up because that is a a very clear point like why sometimes relationships don't last you know and that is one of the things that a lot of times people don't confront the situation the way it should be confronted you know and from a biblical standpoint like that's what the bible calls us to do you know what i mean when there's conflict in a relationship you know, the Bible encourages us like, hey, if you have something or if your brother or your sister has sinned against you before you go to the altar, man, the Bible says, leave your gift at the altar. So it's basically saying like God is basically telling us like, look, like you can bring me the best thing of your life. You can bring me your best worship. You can bring me the best of you. But you know what? I, I don't want that right now because I care more about the relationship. Because the Bible says, like, you leave your offering at the altar and then go to your brother and your sister who has sinned against you. Or maybe you've sinned against them and and try to reconcile that. 
And then once you reconcile that, then come. So what does that tell us? That God cares more about relationships mm -hmm. than the service to him. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? crazy? You know what I mean? That's so crazy. And that's one of the things that I've always like kind of just had in my mind. I'm like, dude, like God literally cares more about loving him. Yes. But loving one another. You know what I mean? And. And why is that? Because when we love one another, when we're good with each other, our service is going to be even more is it better. It's going to be even more better. Yeah. And that's, and yeah, a hundred percent. And that's why like, you know, that's one of the things that we have to remember. I mean, as Christians, if you're, if, if you're, if you're not a Christian and you know, you say, well, this doesn't apply to me, then that that's cool. But if you are a Christian, you know, you, some of you have to stop listening to these podcasters, you know, with all due respect, man, because a lot of these podcasters, man, like they like to sometimes I'll hear some things and I even we even talked about it a little bit with Aaron on our podcast. But man, like it's like they're just constantly like when it comes to relationships, like, oh, yeah, you know, you're better off by yourself, king. You're better off by yourself, queen. You know, what I mean, cut those people off. You know, what I mean, this yeah. and cut this and cut that. I mean, you know. They're, they're like, you know, they're like spiritual little samurais, you know what I mean? Like just cutting everyone <laughs> off. And it's like, bro, you know, bro, sis, like what good is it? Like I understand there's everything is within context. And I think that's the thing is you can't tell somebody to do something without knowing the context. Mm. And you need to uh, relationships is all about context. Yeah. You know, it's not about a post. Stop posting things pertaining to relationships that don't apply to your context understand your context like what is going on in your relationship what happened in your relationship and the best way to find that out is not by guessing yeah. it's not by posting assuming. it's not by assuming yeah. it's not man you just gotta confront leave your altar at leave your gift at the altar go with your brother and your sister and ask them just be straight out sometimes you know, you don't need to be all political about it. Sometimes you don't need to. You need to just go to that person and be like, hey, you know, what happened? I, I, I feel this. I noticed this. Did I do something wrong? Yeah. Did I say something wrong? Yeah. Because maybe I did something or maybe I said something in a way that you didn't like. Yeah. But I would appreciate it more, you know, if you were to just tell me, like, yeah. just let me know what is it so that. If it is something I need to change in my life, because again, what does God care about more? God doesn't even care about your gift if you're not right with your brother and your sister. Mm. So if you're, if God does, if God cares more about that, why shouldn't we? We should care about those relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? We should care about it. And as Christians, especially, you know, stop trying to be a, a samurai warrior. Like, stop trying to cut everyone out. Stop trying to bleed on anyone. Stop it and just simply confront and find out, right? Yeah. And a good point that you brought up about social media. And I think that has so much influence on us. Big you know, time. Like, of reposting things. I'm sorry. I don't like that. Like, reposting things about where the post says something about bashing people like anything that has to do so that says something negative yeah, yeah. you know and you know you I know. know you know those reels you know those posts that have something negative to say yeah and and if you're reposting those negative posts i'm sorry but 
don't do it. I'm going to tell you that. Like, don't do that because yeah. you're going to make people feel like, like if really, if they've done something wrong, like, but instead, like if they have done yeah. something wrong, if they hurt you, it's better to come clean. It's better to come to and, try to, yeah. or even just don't repose because that's where social media, the devil is that's where he devours. That's where he's trying to, well, that's, you know, it's cut like, people. Yeah, like. it's a, well, yeah, and that's one of the, that's one of the sins that 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 in in in, in Proverbs. There's like, you know, it's like the the uh, the seven sins that God hates. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's one of them is strife amongst brothers. Mm, exactly. You know what I mean? Strife, that's and that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's we have to be careful with you know, developing strife with one another in social media, it can be. And, and I'll, I'll be honest if I'm, you know, if I'm completely honest, I've done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have, you know what I mean? And, and later on, man, I, I get convicted cause I'm like, man, or even you'll tell me, you know what I mean? Like, why did you, you know, why did you post something like this? Like, are you okay? You know? And, and, and I'll have to, in the moment I'm like, nah, I'm like, you know, I'm, uh, it's okay. I just, you know what I mean? But when I really check myself. Yeah. And that's why, you know, as a Christian, man, when when you get close to God, it doesn't mean you're perfect. Right. You know, but what it does mean is that as you get close to God, it it, it kind of reminds me of Isaiah. You know, Isaiah, he said that he he fell face first, you know, when he came uh face to face with the glory of God. Mm. You know, because God is so pure. Mm -hmm. He's so holy. He's so yeah. loving. There's so much light, you know, that represents God. When we truly give ourselves over to God, man, it, it's going to be difficult to hang on to dark things. Because eventually, exactly. man, you know, exact, yeah, because when we come face to face, you know, in those moments of prayer, in those moments of intimacy with God, you know, God's eventually going to be like, hey, that was wrong. Right. You know, the way you handled that situation, that was wrong. Right. The way you talked to that person, that was wrong. You know, the way you dealt with that friendship, that was wrong. Right. You're in your feelings. And social media is such an easy tool to mm -hmm. keep us in our feelings. Yeah. And that's the thing. And what does the Bible say about our heart? The Bible says, man... To not trust our heart because it is deceitful above all. Mm, yeah, and exactly. there is so much deception in our heart. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that we shouldn't bring awareness to what we're feeling. And I think that's the the mistake a lot of times that we make. Even the church can make it. It's like, no, 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 don't listen to your heart. Like that's it's deceitful. No, no, no. Like it, it basically it's like we shouldn't be moved by what's in our heart, but what we should pay attention to things because things that do come to our heart, it is to make us aware that something is wrong. It's going to make us aware of what we're feeling. Yeah. But what we should always filter things through is through God's word. Yes. You know, through God's word is where like, man, is this is this a representation of Christ? Mm -hmm. Is it, 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 me handling this situation? Is this a representation? You know, and. And then the Bible doesn't only give us that formula, but he even gives us another formula where like, man, you know what? How many times should I forgive my brother or my sister? And what did Jesus say? He said, 70 times seven, <laughs> you know, 
well, what's 70 times seven? That's like, what? 70 times, that's like 4,900 or something like that. I don't know, 490, 490. right? And it's like, so 400, so, and it, and he didn't say that so that you can have a chalkboard there, you know, <laughs> each time you're forgiving. Basically, it's like, it's infinite. Yeah. It's like, basically like, now, is that relationship going to be the same? Maybe not. But the forgiveness, right. you know, the, the, the confronting, like that's the proper way to do it. It's like let's talk about it. And if we can mend it, great. If the relationship can't be mended, well then that's okay too, but at least there was peace, at right. least there was forgiveness. Right. You know, and and you're or maybe you're working on forgiveness, but at least you are at peace with, "Hey, this relationship, I did everything that I could." You know, and I wasn't just this cultural samurai warrior you know what i mean like listening to every social media post that had to do about cutting relationships <laughs> off and you know bashing people and and just trying to cause strife yeah. you know because that's all that's we're doing is we're just trying to cause strife we're just trying to provoke the bear we're like we know there's a problem but instead of like confronting it like like i think that's the thing like just confront it and I think I've always been good at that, like and at confronting. I like. think why, though, <laughs> thinking about it, I was thinking like what I wanted to say right now. Yeah. Like, um, I think a lot of the reasons why we don't confront it is because we don't admit to ourselves. We don't humble ourselves. Yeah. That we did something wrong. Yeah. You know, and I think, hey, guys, we are not perfect people. You have to remember you are not the clean you are not the lamb you are not white as snow you are a sinner and just as george was saying like just as you were saying like we all we all sin you know yeah. we all we all get petty we all hello <laughs> <laughs> you know um we yeah like it's it's hard to admit these things yeah. you know and i think but i want to encourage those you know and i think this is even for us like I'm enjoying this conversation. I was a little nervous about this conversation, yeah. to be honest. But I'm enjoying this conversation because it's teaching me something. Like, you know what, Jeanette? Like, yeah, you need to admit, like, that you feel this way. You need to admit that this is this is something that you're feeling. So why not just be able to express that to the people? If, you know, because, you know, if the people really care about you, that those that you need to speak about, yeah. speak to, if they really care about you, if they really love you, and even though that they're mad, you know, or even though that they're hurt, like, but, but giving that proper honesty, I think, and it's not because I feel like confronting can sound so like confront, like just very yeah. straight in the face. Yeah. They, like, no, yeah. no, like don't take that wrong when we say confront. And that's why I want, that's why I wanted to say this because it's more that you need to admit first what you've done wrong. Yeah. Evaluate yourself, like wh how you treated the other people. What maybe you said, it can be even something small. And yeah. you know what? It might not affect the relationship because maybe the other person is going through something. Yeah. Maybe the other person struggles in that area, you know, to be, uh, to do better in that. Like, yeah. you know, we just don't really know sometimes because why? Going back to the part where sometimes it's just hard to say, it's hard to vent. It's, it's hard, hard to, to be yeah, honest. Hard it's hard to, yeah. to a talk sometimes like yeah. what really goes on in our minds and in our hearts you know it is it really it really is you know and i think that 
but but sorry but when there's a safe space sorry uh, i just want to add this because when there's a safe space though when we give that safe space yeah. to the person that's when the okay the confrontation but being able to be honest and sincere yeah. and admit our wrongs that's where the healing comes in you know yeah. or at least the clarity the understanding yeah no yeah that and and that's why I think it, it's a it's a personal responsibility. You know, it, mm -hmm. it can't. Mm -hmm. We can never generalize. I, I don't think we can ever generalize relationships per se, um, because every relationship has its own dynamic. You know, and again, going back to what I said, context. Every relationship has its own context, but I think if we truly want to follow Christ, you know, and we have to understand that He first loved us. Right. Yes. You know, a lot of times people want to pretend like they're the perfect Christian. And I just say to you, like, hey, just remember, God first loved you, you know. So before we think we're all high and mighty, just remember that, you know, God first loved us. He first set his eyes on us. He first loved us. We are his creation and he loved us and he desired a relationship with us, you know, and we, if we understand that, then we're going to understand that he loves his people. And that person that maybe, you know, you're beefing it with, that person that maybe, you know, something happened, you got to understand that they are too a child of God, you know, and he loves them, you know. And if you are in touch and if you desire to have the heart of God, then you'll understand that, you know what, at the end of the day, you know, that's one of the things that I have really come to 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 I'm coming to understand more and more mm -hmm. with time, because I think it's one of those things that, you know, I've been saved for 18, 19 years now, you know, and and even in 18, 19 years of walking with God, man, it's been hard. You know, it hasn't been easy. You know, it hasn't been easy to create relationships. It hasn't been easy to keep relationships, mm -hmm. you know, and I've been tempted so many times to say, you know what? forget this man i'm done with people you know i've gotten to that place where i'm like i am done with people i am done with you know because it's like why are people like that you know why are people you know you try to help them you do your best with them you know you you truly sincerely want to help them and then they just they treat you this way sometimes you know and 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 a lot of times we can say it's not fair but the truth is man that th that's why we have to get a hold of God more than ever mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, that's what, that's God's desire. Mm -hmm. God's desire is, is relationships, you know, and, 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 and we need to be able to, to mend those relationships when we can, when we can't, it's okay. You know, it, it, it happens. Not everyone that comes into our life is meant to stay forever and that's okay, yeah. but we don't have to leave it you know, with a bitter heart, right. you know, and I think that's the temptation is that with every relationship that leaves our life, are we really finding healing? Mm -hmm. You know, are we really finding closure? You know, maybe not with that other person, but even with ourselves, because I believe with all my heart that with every relationship, we can learn something. Right. Even if it's even if it's as simple as, you know what, that person treated me this way. I never want to treat a person like that. Right. I never want to make someone feel the way they made me feel. Mm, yes. Even that is a lesson. And that is something that we can carry on. And we don't have to do it in a bitter way. 
You know, we don't have to do it in a in a toxic way. You know, we don't have to do it with our hearts closed. You know, we can walk, you know, in in under and saying, man, you know what? This was a season in my life. This was a relationship in my life. You know what I mean? And and I'm grateful for it. I learned from it. You know, I learned to I learned that, you know what, I should, you know, because even sometimes we, what we can learn from relationships is too is like, man, you know what, because sometimes the ones that bum us out are the ones that we felt we were close to. Right. You know, I, I think that's the thing is that and, and that's what we understand, you know, and I want people to know that, that we understand that sometimes it, it hurts because it is from people that we really we maybe looked up to. Mm-hmm. It's maybe people that we admired. Mm-hmm. It's maybe people that we truly wanted to build mm. a relationship with. You know, I know right. we've talked about it where, man, it's it's it hurts. It hurts when your desire is to build a relationship with people. You know, your desire is to, like, build a friendship and you, you know, you want to be part of the team and you want to be part of their group. And, you know, you 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 want to work with them and you want to build something even outside of church with them. And when it doesn't happen, it can become. It can become hurtful, you know, but I think even from that, like we can learn and we can say, okay, you know what? Like maybe I just have to be more careful. Doesn't mean that I have to be guarded. It doesn't mean that I have to be bitter. It doesn't mean that I have to carry this unforgiveness. Like, no, like allow God to heal that, allow God to deal with that. And then if there were things that you saw that, you know, maybe, you know, didn't please you or maybe affected you. Well, then heal from that and then ask yourself, how can I not be that, you know, when it comes to new relationships? Or also see like, okay, really evaluate yourself too, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, there's always a two-way street for everything, I think, you know? Sometimes we've done wrong. Sometimes other people do us wrong, you know? And I think it's just learning just don't stay stuck. I think that's the big thing here in, in, in regards to relationships, building relationships, making new relationships. If, if you're someone who is afraid of like building new relationships, like, like how George was saying, like it was hard for him at a certain point where he wanted to give up on, he did like, he didn't want to like, this was years back, you know, where yeah. he, he didn't, he very isolated, didn't really want to go out, like didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't he, want, he yeah. felt like he couldn't really even trust anybody. And I was the one be like, look, like not everyone's like that. Like, you I know, wanted, I didn't want, and it was more specific, like with church people. <laughs> yeah. Like I, there was like, I'll admit it. Like there was a time where I was like, I am done. <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, like. You know, I'm always the one to like change his mind, you know, <laughs> to kind of have to come and tell him how it is, you know. <laughs> it was the Lord, sister. It was the Lord. And no, the Lord, kidding. of course. No, you, but yeah, no, but it was. Me. I was yeah. No, it was. It was. It was, um, you know, God w- would really use you. Yeah. You know, to say like, you know what? Not not everybody's like that. Yeah. You know, not everyone is going to treat you or me or our kids that way. You know, for whatever reason in that time you know whatever happened it happened yeah i think sometimes we put ourselves into situations a lot of the times because of our sometimes dirty mess 
yeah. our our egos, our egos, yeah. you know, our pride, our, our yeah. pride, exactly, um, our mentality, our perspective. That sometimes it's hard for us to even change. A hundred percent, yeah. That's why sometimes we put ourselves yeah. into these circumstances. Yeah. But that's where we need to admit. We need to admit, like when, like going back to the beginning of our conversation, when George had to tell me how my face expressions were with people, how you know. I had to admit, like, yeah, my face expressions are not the greatest, you know, when people would come up to me, you know, or if I'm in a moment of something, if I'm busy, how my response would be to people. Even that, like how we just respond to people, you know, it makes um, you just don't know what the other person is going through. Yeah. You just don't know what the other person is feeling in that moment. Yeah. You know, and yeah, sometimes people just take things wrong. Though, yeah. You know, and those yeah. are there is people like that too. But in reality, sometimes people are going through something. And if we respond in a negative way or in an unintentional way that we did it, we weren't purposely doing, right? Mm -hmm. But they take it wrong, then well, I think we need to also like be be um, be aware of how we are, you know, how we are, how our approaches, how our responses, you know, and and better at that. If yeah, I, I always tell myself too, and out when we have our conversations, our our deep conversations, you know, yeah. it's always about evaluating ourselves. It's always about like, okay, what did I do wrong as well? Because if we don't look at ourselves. How are we going to always judge others? How are we going to always say like, well, they did wrong, but you got to look at yourself no matter what. Yeah, I, li I like that. I'm going to piggyback a little bit off okay. that because there's there's a scripture that says a soft answer turns away wrath. Mm. You know, there it's a proverb in Proverbs 15. And I love that proverb because a soft answer turns away wrath. And I, I believe that that not only applies when speaking to other people. But I even believe that that applies to yourself, mm. you know, because a lot of times we have these conversations on our own. Yeah. You know, let's be real. Like oh, yeah. a lot of times we even before we're going to confront a situation, we've already had probably thousands of conversations in our mind of how this can play out. Right. <laughs> I know I've done it. I'd be like, yes. if they do this, well, I'm going to do this. If they do that, like, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like as a kid, you know what I mean? Like when you're about to go fight, you know, and, <laughs> and you're already like in the mirror and you're training, you know what I mean? And you're looking, you know, it's, it's, you're getting ready for that big day, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if they do this, I'm going to do this, you know, and, and it, in a, in a big way, like we do that, we, we train our minds and that's why it's so important, you know what I mean? To be careful what we feed ourselves especially through social media. Are there great things on social media? Yes, a hundred percent. But that's why like me as a follower of Christ, like I'm not, again, I'm not perfect, but I do know one thing that God's word is my filter. At the end of the day, like what, what shows me when I'm wrong is God's word. Right. Because when I come across stories in the Bible, when I come across certain scriptures in the Bible, when I come across even this scripture here where it's like a soft answer turns away wrath. And that, again, that can apply even to yourself. Sometimes we have to get in that state of mind where, man, you know what? Block social media for now. You know, if you're in a moment of confrontation with someone, when you're, if you're in a moment where Maybe a disagreement happened or something, you know, where it, you know, the, the, the relationship is in a limbo, dude, stay away from that for that moment. 
and get into yourself and and start to really soften the answers that you're giving yourself. Because when we begin to soften those answers, that's what happens is we begin to put ourselves in that person's situ- in shoes. We can put ourselves in that, man, well, you know what? Like, maybe they were right. You know, maybe they had a point there. You know, maybe, well, yeah, you know what? Looking back, I was a little rough. I was a little harsh. I was immature in my response. I was... I, I, you know what? I didn't really give myself to try to understand. You know what? I wasn't a team player. I wasn't this. Whatever the case may be, but we allow ourselves to speak soft answers into our own lives. And I believe that through God's word and through meditation in God's word and, and through just cultivating a relationship with Christ, because again, our relationship with Christ is up and down. You know what I mean? But if our relationship with Christ, if 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 horizontally and vertically, you know, we have everything good, then then I'm sorry. Yeah. Vertically, if right. Vertically. Yeah. If if our relationship (laughs) vertically is is good, it's in tune, you know, then automatically those relationships around us horizontally are going to also, you know what I mean? Reap the benefits. It's like we were talking. We had a conversation the other day talking about the fullness of God. Yeah. You know, I, I really enjoyed that conversation when we were talking about that. You know, I've already I had our own Bible study with my friends the other day about it too. <laughs> you know, it just came up because I think in everything we go through, you know, in everything we go through, it doesn't matter. Like whether if it's with relationships, whether if it's you're financially struggling, whether if it's, yeah. um, I don't know. You're at work and you're struggling at work. Like it doesn't matter. Like, and you know what? It's crazy. But now thinking about it, everything is so relationally. You know, you have relationships at work. You have your relationships at home with your family. Yeah. You have your relationships at you know your friendships, right? Your friends. Then you got your relationships at church. Like, there's just so much relationship stuff that just that in that around us, and. When we're talking about just truly walking in the fullness of God, yeah. you know, you know, it just when we walk in the fullness of God, like like what he's saying, when we're good with God, when we're truly having God's perspective in our mind. I think I just saw a scripture too, kind of like I think it kind of goes along with it. It was um, I think it's like the main scripture right now in for the the you version, the, the app or oh, the, the yeah. verse of the day. Yeah, the verse of the day. And it says, and consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, had has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. Yeah. That's Philippians 2, um, verse 5. Yes. Let, let his mindset, his fullness in our lives become our motivation. Motivation in our in our marriage, motivation to better our relationship with our children in our marriage, um, relationships with our friends, yeah. in ministry, at work. It doesn't matter where you're, where you are, but the mindset, his mindset, you know, because our mindset, like how he was saying too, our hearts, they're, it's wicked. We're sinners. We're, we were born with sin. You know, we, we, 
because of the wor- world too and the toxicity that comes in our phones that comes on the tv what we see there's just so much to- toxicity that wants to come yeah and and br- bring influence into our life yeah but when we truly walk in the fullness of god his mindset is yeah. our motivation things are things will change that's good that's really good yeah no and it's and and for a lot of people it's like well how do how do i know that how do i change that well just read the gospels you know i i i love reading the gospels you know i i'm not saying that i'm on there 24 7 but i love you know reading and meditating on the stories you know when jesus walked you know because he really does show us so much when it comes to working with people Mm -hmm. you know he came in a a lot of people don't understand this but he came in a time where um even the roman empire they were in a political mess you know the jewish people they were in a political mess like i mean it religious religious leaders were in a mess i mean it was they were entangled in all kinds of just corruption and there was so much going on during that time you know but the way he decided and he carried himself you know he didn't entertain a lot of these different things you know mm-hmm. his mission sorry his mission was to just present the good news to people his mission was to heal people to reach out to people because he was on a mission to go to that cross Mm. but before going to that cross you know he knew that you know his mission was was one thing and one thing only you know and i believe that sometimes that's why our relationships you know or we allow our relationships to corrupt because we allow all these external things that we have no control of You know, it's sad to say, you know, but even people, you know, in and out of church, but how many relationships have they, you know, just lost all because of a disagreement, you know, like in political disagreements, you know, or, you know, just a difference of opinion. And Mm -hmm. it's sad because, you know what, we're, we're different. You know, I, I I don't want to, I mean, I, I, I get it. We need, you need your circle of friends that have the same interests that can encourage you and that have your belief system like that's that's good you need that we need that i'm not knocking that but at the same time it's good to have other relationships you know with your neighbors around your neighborhood a lot a lot of times kind of going back to why relationships fail is because i think a lot of times we don't sympathize we don't understand what the world is really going through you know, we're so stuck in the church only. We're so stuck with what people go through only in the church. And 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 sometimes it's sad, but not even what they go through in the church. It's just what goes on in ministry. Mm. And I think that's so dangerous because we have to be able to create the safe space for people to come in and to be able to share vulnerably transparent without being judged or without you know the fear of like oh you know i'm di- I, I if i share this i'm gonna disqualify myself and it's like no no we we you know like no this is this should be the place if there's a better what better place than than the house of the lord you know what better place than with people that are that are not only going to listen but that are going to pray over you that are going to speak life over you that are going to guide you that are going to walk life with you you know and 
And we need to be that even with outside people, even with our neighbors, you know, even with those around us, even with those, you know, be willing to admit even when we're wrong, even with people that don't go to church. You know, a lot of times people, man, you know, I've seen people like treat outside people like really bad you know what i mean like and they go to church and they've been in ministry for years and you know like they treat people like like if they expect like them to roll the red carpet for them and it's like man like they don't know you or you know it's not they're there it's not their job to to respect you it's not their job to roll out the red carpet for you no like it's it's our job like what we learn inside the church and what what God is doing in our life, our job in return is to give that to other people so that they can in return be like, man, there's something different about that person. There's something different about them. I don't know what it is, but when we have that opportunity to share what's, well, you know what, this is my life. I'm not perfect, but this is why I do what I do. This is why I strive to do what I do, you know, and and when we are wrong, to be able to be like, man, you know what? That was wrong of me. You know, even if it's your coworker, even if it's the neighbor, you know, you get in, into a disagreement <laughs> with your neighbor, you know, on the soccer field, right? Like right now we're coaching, I'm coaching on the soccer team right now and things can get intense even in the soccer field, you know what I mean? And and so but being being that willingness to be like, man, you know what? I could have handled these situations different. You know what? I I I admit I I I went over the line and you know what being humble enough and being like yeah you know what i need to control that you know i need to you know i need to listen to my wife you know you know telling me hey you know you should calm down more you know you should be more easier with the kids things like that you know so i have to be humble enough and that's part of the fullness of god you know we can't i can't do it by myself you know i i have come to understand that i can't be a good dad by myself I can't be a good husband by myself. And if I can't be a good husband, if I can't be a good father, then I, you know, with even more reason, I won't be a good friend. Hmm. You know, I need the fullness of God in my life. And, and, and the reason why I said it in that order is because, man, you know what? We can be a best friend to everyone and their mama. Yeah. You know, we can be the best. Everyone in the whole world can love us. But if our wife sees us for who we really are and is like nah you're that way over there but here you're this way or even with our kids you know like man he's like that with them but with us he's this way mm -hmm. you know that's one of the convictions that always enters my me and i'm like i don't want to be like that i want to get it right here at, in home you know, I if I am wrong, I need to be able to ask for forgiveness. Right. I need to be able to apologize, you know. And so it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I know. And there's like so much more that we can get to. But I think the biggest thing is 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 relationships. You know, they they could be beautiful. They could be good. Yeah. They could be wonderful. And working with people it can be hard, <laughs> but and there's but there's so much beauty in it. But I think in in the sense of salvaging and saving relationships and having continuous relationships, I think those are real key. Is is those things that we talked about today? It's it's yeah. so good that man. You know what? Like, cause we again, man. I I I sometimes listen to things 
you know, because I'm always on social media because I'm always posting. I'm always doing this. So I'm, I'm always hearing things. And I'm like, man, that is such horrible advice. Like, and I get it. Like, sometimes the context of the relationship, it might be applicable. But not every relationship, man, sometimes, you know, just because they didn't text you back, you know, like you want to samurai sort them and just, it's you know, cut them out of your life. You know what I mean? And it's like, nah, man, like, let's be graceful. I, that's what it's all about, being having grace. You know, I think we all need that. I think to finish up the conversation, because like yeah. we are due time. I so, know. It can go on for... It can go on. <laughs> but I really think... Um, you know, learn to just be graceful, graceful, you know, um, and admitting to yourself, like what, what you need to work on, evaluate yourself. I think that's the thing that we can do as humans. We can do as people evaluate yourself, see what you can work on, you know, because again, we're not perfect. No one's perfect. We all have our flaws. We all have our issues. We all have our own problems that we go through mentally physically yeah um maybe financially and Mm -hmm. you might not know that your friend is going through that you know and i think when you begin to give space learn to give space to your friends um friendships or anybody it doesn't matter where you're at whether if it's friendships that you're close with family members um you're if you are someone at church and you're trying to build relationships there you're a leader or you're just someone that's trying to build relationship there or maybe you're new at church you know and you're um you know we're we're new people at our at our church you know we're considered like the newcomers you can say you know and i think even for us like we need to be open we need to be graceful we need to be understanding um we need to evaluate ourselves like where we need to better at you know and again because we all have certain toxicity in us because mm-hmm. we're sinners and and just be careful what you listen to be careful what you're watching on social media you know um you know change up your algorithm <laughs> you know instead of liking yeah. and listening to those negative type of posts and things yeah. like that i don't know like uh, i mean i you know when i start to hear things like that like or see things i'm just like no this is not for me like what what's your what is your feed look yeah. at that what's your feed because and whatever your feed is that's yeah. what you're feeling that's what you're thinking because that's what you're looking for yeah your algorithm the algorithm looks at that what well, yeah it's yeah it's crazy it's crazy it's the heartbeat of social media and so and what and yeah you know and a lot of times it doesn't happen like because we intentionally but right. yeah it can start with one post right that you like that you share right and then from there yeah the algorithm starts to pick it up i know it's yeah. it's happened you know like it, it it does happen you know and the devil's in the details you know he, he but again like the strife you know remember that's that's one of the things that is an abomination the bible says to god is 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 a brother who who spreads strife you know amongst brothers and sisters too you know mm-hmm. what i mean and, and it's vice versa you know so we have to be careful with the strife that, you know, that we're, we're, we're sowing strife into other people, you know, and, or even like sometimes, you know, I know one of the things that I, I really try to be careful with is how I talk about others, you know, and, and I have, I have my people that, that I feel like I can share, you know, but it's not something that I'm going around, you know what I mean? And just sharing because that's, 
part of sowing strife. You know what I mean? Like, because a lot of times we're only going to share our point of view, you know, and what happened to us. Um, so let's be careful with that too. Let's be careful with how we talk about others in a relationship that maybe went sour, in a relationship that maybe went bad. If it went bad, if it went sour, but you know what? There was closure. If there was some reconciliation, cool. If they ever come back to you and, and want to talk, like, you know, that's why it's important to have our hearts open and to have our hearts healed. Because if that day does come where maybe they they see closure, something like that, then that we're ready. You know what I mean? And we have that soft answer in our hearts so that we can turn away wrath. You know what I mean? It's literally like, I love that scripture, man. A soft answers turns away wrath. So it's like literally, man, like, you know, wrath can come with one intention, but you mm. open the door with a soft answer and mm. it just makes it turn away, mm. you know? And that's the thing. Wrath loves company. Misery loves company. And the more you allow it in, the more things you're going to find. But the moment you say, what was good about this though? Let me meditate. And I want to close with this though too. I want to encourage people because I really, I really want to say this because um, you kind of said it earlier, but uh, I want to just kind of reiterate it and mention it that in my lowest moments, you know, the way that I was still able to have hope and 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 there was a glimpse of hope of like you know what there. There is faith in people, faith in humanity. It really was through you, babe. You know, it really was through my wife. And I, I want to kind of just speak that into, you know, wives and husbands is that, you know what? That's why it's so important with what I said earlier is like everyone in the whole world can love you. But if at home you're a mess and what good is it? And that was one of the things that my wife was always able to show me. She was... She was the incarnated representation of God's love in my life when I needed it. She was the representation of God's grace in my life when I needed it. She was the representation of God's mercy in my life when I needed it. You know, she never allowed, you know, she never returned poison with poison. You know, even in moments when when I was so bitter and and I said mean things to her and and I did mean things to her and and you know not physically <laughs> no don't, don't think like that but you know just rotten things because I was so hurt I was so bitter but she never returned poison with poison you know she always she always embodied that grace she always embodied that love that mercy and and I'm so grateful for that babe I really am and and she never allowed my kids to hate me. You know, she always, it was like she always shielded them. You know what I mean? In, in those moments that we were going through. And she always shielded them. And and she always shielded them with, with her love, with her mercy, with her grace. And and I was, I've been able to see that so much. So so thank you, babe. And, and just an encouragement for people. A lot of times, again, like you're in a situation and, and a lot of times, husbands and wives you know what i mean like that's why it's it's good to have a balance because sometimes like wives can just agree with the husband for and and they're like no I, i'm gonna ride or die with him no matter what but that's a i mean it's a good way to live life but in a way like when it comes to no like 
it's okay to call each other out. You know, she calls me out. I call her out. <laughs> and we got to call each other because we got to make ourselves better. Mm-hmm. And we have to make ourselves more Christ-like. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I really believe that, you know. And what she says, we have to embody the the mentality of Christ. You know, we have to embody the fullness of God. Because without it, man, like, we're lost. And we're going to get dragged and into culture and the way they think and and they have some great things. There's some great things we can learn from. I'm not saying we can't. Right. But when it comes to dealing with certain situations, man, let's let's open up our Bibles. Let's let's see exactly how Jesus would deal with this, you know? So I wanted to just close with that. So thank you. Thank Honestly, you. thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> and uh, so this was Offbeat Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're definitely going to have a lot more content like this. Um, let us know if you guys like it, share it, comment. Uh, we appreciate all the support that you guys give. Shout out to all my friends and family that, uh, tune in, uh, this week I got some pictures from some of my cousins, my brother, uh, you know, they were screen shooting or taking pictures of them watching the show. And so that, that means so much, man. Mm -hmm. That really does. Like you guys have no idea how that makes me happy. So thank you guys. And to those that continuously support have been supporting us financially. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we, you know, we couldn't do this without you. Even your, your seat is so, 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 so important and so grateful. And, and if you want to uh, support us, in any way shape or form reach out you know we have a a few different ways that you can support us financially um or even if you want to work with us if you desire to work with us create content with us um you know we can collab we can do something cool we're all about empowering each other we're all about collabing with each other um and let's continue to put the i to the e on the map let's go (laughs) right here from san Bernardino. this was offbeat podcast with my lovely wife yes Jeanette (laughs) peace out guys thank you guys much love God bless you guys God bless you guys